0: Welcome to another episode of the Guide Foundation Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Goodman, uh, and I'm here with uh, co-founder Derek Fisher. How are you doing, Derek? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, I am here with artist uh, Taylor Gill. How are you, Taylor? i good. Cool, cool. And uh, we're on today uh, to talk a little bit more uh, about our... um, you know, very important work that we're doing at Guide, which is the Adoptee uh, Handbook for Reunions uh, and Reunion Search and Birth Search. Uh, and um, for those of you that don't know, um, Taylor is the lead artist for this project. And along with Derek um, and, you know, everyone, you know, at, uh, and the other founders at Guide and other people at Guide, they've worked very closely together on this. And we all, what we wanted to do was, we wanted to talk about part of the creative process of creating this guide and specifically um, the two main characters uh, of the handbook. So um, Derek, did you want to tell us a little bit more about who these
1: characters are? Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, before we get into that, I did kind of want to shed some additional clarity on what the subject matter of the book is. So the book is titled a handbook for birth family reunions. And so, you know, in, in the book, we will provide uh, information and resources for the birth family search, but that is not the, the subject matter. And there are a lot of great organizations out there that uh, focus just solely on that. And, you know, we definitely didn't want to intrude into their space and, um, and their valuable work. So you know the, the the genesis of why this book was created was because there is no guide, uh, there is no reference point for what happens when you go back to Korea to meet birth um, family or, or biological relatives that was written from the CAD perspective. So right. you know our, our thesis was this that the the best person to provide advice uh, for a CAD going uh, back to... Experience essentially a life changing event, right? Is probably a cat that has done the exact same thing. And right. so, you know, that is why this book was created. And uh, so, you know, the, the book is, you know, we, we surveyed uh, over 100 cats that went back to to create to do this. And, uh, you know, in the book, we'll, we'll publish the, the results of the questions that we had asked in the survey. And, you know, one of the things that was quickly understood was that while we go back to Korea as adults to reunite with uh, biological relatives, in essence, the reason why it is such an emotional experience is because who's going back to Korea It is the child that was relinquished from Korea. Yes, in in a lot of ways. Yeah, Yeah, for sure and and so you know it's kind of funny in the very beginning when before people really knew what we were doing um you know i had talked uh, you know uh, jody and i wrote the book and uh you know we were talking about um you know how we wanted it to be constructed and i said you know i think we need illustrations uh that really you know drive home the point uh that uh, this this voyage is really for for the, the the child in us and uh i can't draw <laughs> you, know, you have many talents, I, you know, but that I is not one of them. Actually, uh, you know, but uh, I definitely can't draw. And, you know, I, I didn't think that it would add a lot of value to have stick figures that I'm like, those are kids. <laughs> and they're like, that just looks like a stick figure. So, you know, we had to create uh, and <laughs> we had to make sure that if we if we were going to communicate that uh, the children are, are, you know, the the inner child in us. This is part and parcel of this experience. Then we had to make sure that the um, that the, the illustrations represented it accurately, and and that's where you know Taylor kind of came in. So it is um, the the two characters are are, are Ga and Manchick. The who are Ga and Manchick? Well, um, you know, Ga is, is is Jody's uh, given name when she was born in Korea. And, and, and Manchick is, is mine. And so, you know, those are characters that uh, really just kind of, uh, you know, if we said this is about the inner child, well, we share uh-huh. our inner child. And, you know, Taylor is the one that uh, put our um, inner child uh, onto, onto paper. And I think in an extraordinary way. The feedback that we've gotten uh, about these characters has been 100% universally positive and supportive. No one's like, these characters stink. They're just blown away. You know, <laughs> they, they want, you know, a, a GA Manshick cartoon series. They want, you know, GA Manshick underwear. They want GA Manshick, you know, backpacks and things like that because they just can't get enough of these illustrations. <laughs> and that's... Yeah. What
0: yeah. Like, I was... When we were talking just a little bit before um, we started recording, I was telling Taylor that I think the art style uh, and the way that she's drawn um, these characters uh, was... Like, just pitch perfect, like I saw the first time I saw it, I was like, this looks exactly sort of the way I'd want it to. And that might sound weird, but I just it, it really it, I really liked them. Uh, and I was going to ask, you know why why kids, but you you answered it perfectly, uh, and it makes so much sense that there's always that inner child within us. Um, and in a lot of ways, like you said, uh, we're the ones going back. For a reunion, um, not not adults in in a sense. Uh, of course, we are adults and, and we have the power and ability to to go back. Um, but there's always that element of you know our younger selves, right? Uh, and I I didn't know that it was, and it, but it makes sense, obviously, that it's you and Jody's, <laughs> um, you know, uh, younger selves. Uh, and, and I and and that really. That's really touching and, and and i appreciate that you've you've put that out there you know because that, that's 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 a risk that's scary um but it means a lot i think it really means a lot um and and taylor like the, when when i'm sure you know your 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 mom jody was like uh i'm doing this thing and like how, how are we're we're did she ask you um, to get involved? Did you sort of, did you want to get involved? or So, like, how, how did that work? Like, how did you become the illustrator?
2: Um, the position was actually first offered to Sarah, my sister, because her art style tends to be a lot cuter than mine. Like, if okay. you look at my normal art, it's usually, it, I try to make people look maybe uh, like ugly sometimes or just kind of okay. weird. I, I like just drawing weird things. So, she didn't really think of me. But, um, (laughs) after, uh, she was, so she was trying to convince Sarah to do it, but Sarah was kind of like, I don't really know what this is. Like she, she hadn't really heard about cattle a whole lot at that point. So she just didn't know if she wanted to get into it. And, um, yeah, when I saw what my mom was like, my mom had a few ideas, like, um, like a few examples, I guess, of the art style that she wanted. And when I saw the, what those were, I was like, Mom, I could do those easily. I could probably do a better job than Sarah. So, no. I started, yeah, I started like drawing a lot of sketches. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> At least, you know, that's how I remember it. And that's how I started drawing the pictures.
0: That's awesome. That little uh, sibling rivalry uh, yeah. gets in there. I like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> a, like if my brother and I were were artists, I'm sure that's how we'd have gone about it too. But that, I, you know, so what, a, I mean, so did you, you mentioned that your sister, Sarah, uh, hadn't had as much experience, I guess, with the CAD world. Um, did you feel like you, you know, had a better sense for it? Not really. Not really. I just thought I
2: could do a better job than her.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. That's cool. I, I, you know, I like that. Um, and the the art style, like, so, Derek, did you, like, have an idea that it was going to be this sort of a little more cutesy, a um, little more stylized, or, like, did you – what was your vision at, at first?
1: You know, I didn't necessarily have a vision. Uh, what I wanted to see was, uh, you know, different styles, and mm-hmm. you know, Jodi had said, you know, all, all, my, all my children are incredibly talented, and that's, you yeah. know, kind of an understatement, and, um, you know, one of the things that was really impressive about Taylor – was how quickly she got things, and just uh, the adapt of the, the the adaptability of a you know, feedback. So right. she would create something, and, and it'd be like, "Well, yeah, maybe we can go in this direction," and then just be a blank slate. You want to be like, "Oh, why?" You know, just like, "Okay, cool, mm-hmm. blank slate." Then start, you know, and, and really was you know listening and and capturing that um, that essence. So, um, uh, look, Korean kids are cute. So we wanted something that uh, you know, <laughs> highlights that, right? And uh, we wanted it was it was kind of funny because I have I have a little bitterness uh, from my childhood. Sure, it, it's, it's uh, around overalls. So, uh, okay, did you have overalls growing up?
0: I'm sure I did. Yes, the, like the Oshkosh the Oshkosh the sort of thing.
1: Oshkosh. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, because nothing makes a kid cuter than 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 overalls, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I uh, my my brother and I are sort of like close enough in age. Uh, that, you know, if my mom had been one of those parents that likes to dress their kids in similar clothes or the same clothes that could have happened a lot, thankfully she didn't do that. Mm -hmm. But I think we definitely did have like the Oshkosh, like overalls and Oshkosh like shoes and like those are, those are, those are clothes that kids wear up until they're like eight.
1: Right. And then like,
0: it's like. Hold on a second. Taylor,
1: did did you have overalls? Yes. Of course we did as well. Yeah. So Yeah. Who has two thumbs and didn't have overalls as a kid? This guy. <laughs> oh, ever. I, I, I begged, you know, I'm like, mom, oh, man. please give me some fucking overalls. And she was like, no. So, you know, maybe it's how I framed the question. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. and the answer was still the same, which is you're not getting overalls. And so I just wasn't a cute kid. I needed all the help I could get. I needed those overalls. I needed <laughs> to just enhance my style. So it was funny because I was telling Taylor – Going, hey, okay, so this is my character, right? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna relive my childhood here.
0: There you <laughs> go. You're like my only stipulation
1: was give me overalls. I said, and she's know, like, I got you, fam. She's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and that, and the uh, the Korean rugby uh, hat, you know. So sometimes, man, should wears a a, a Korean rugby team hat. And then she goes, you know, obviously rugby's a, a passion of mine. Right. So, but I get to relive my, my, my ruined childhood and at least in, <laughs> um, in fictional and make it better. Yeah. You know, cartoon illustrated form. One overall at a time. I, you know, so every <laughs> pic, every illustration and scene of Manchick is he's wearing overalls and that couldn't make me happier. So, you know, that uh, the ability to customize that, you know, when she hears that story and she's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. And didn't have to remind her ever again, that, like, oh, no, I have to be in overalls. So, like, she got it right away. Yeah. It just was well, she's a pro, you know.
0: That's pretty Um cool. and so and like the um what's the relationship between the two characters?
1: It's, you know, unknown. Um, okay. and I think that's how it should be. Are, are are they siblings? Are they best friends? What what are they? Well, I don't know. But here's the thing. When we go back to Korea, we don't know. That's true. And, and so it was deliberately uh, ambiguous that way, you know, and uh, I think there's a wide, uh, you, you're going to see a wide spectrum of emotions from affection to anger, um, mm-hmm. to confusion, to sadness. Um, and, you know, it, it's, a, it's a human relationship. So when, when they're angry, guess what? They're, they're not happy yeah. with one another. Um, when there's sadness, one of them is comforting the other one, Right. But as far as a clear, a definitive sibling relationship or what kind of relationship is it, it's up for interpretation. Does that, can that make it hard for you to, to
0: draw the scenes Taylor? Like, because there isn't sort of like that defined relationship.
2: Not really. It's, um, I mean, I, maybe it's just because the art style itself is so, I I guess kind of removed from reality. You know, it's very cartoony. It's easier for me to Mm -hmm. just, um, have I, I guess it's easier for me to just blur the lines between that kind of relationship.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and like, so we we you know these two characters are obviously the central, um, sort of uh they're they're the way that readers can sort of well, one way that the readers relate to to the to the to the book, right? They're sort of helping guide you or or be your sort of surrogate. Um, as you're reading this, um, what are the, can you tell us just a little bit more Derek about like, um, exactly, uh, like the content of the book. I know we talked a little bit, you know, we talked broadly that it's about the reunion, right? Um, not really too much about birth search, but about sort of, um, navigating the reunion part, um, of that, of that journey. Yeah. Um, But, but that's not to say that there isn't, you know, that that is not incredibly complex because it is and there are many many aspects of that and, and there are certain there are a lot of experiences that can happen so um what's the like is there an emphasis on any one part or are we you know what's the breadth of that
1: you of know, the content so the book is split into two parts and you know I, I would say you know two-thirds to three-quarters of the book is the emotional side but then there's also okay. a very uh important uh pragmatic and practical aspect uh, you know when when Jody and I first met, she would you know consistently tease me um because you know she had gone back to Korea so many times and and really knows the ins and outs and um you know wants to get the the greatest value for for that dollar as possible you know as much as possible and you know, I told her you know how much I had spent my first time, and she just laughed at me. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, like you got hosed and I'm like, yeah, but I didn't you know like. Adam, the, 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 story yeah, it was like this. I got a letter from Eastern Social Welfare Services at work one day. And literally 16 hours later, I was on an airplane. And it wasn't because I was so eager to go back. It was because it was just right. the cheapest flight, you know? So, uh, it was like, you know, my wife said, Oh, there's an Air Canada flight. Um, you know, it's 1400 bucks or something like that. I'm like, okay, that's not too bad, you know, going to Korea. And she's like, Yeah, but you have to leave tomorrow at 6 a.m. from Dallas. And I was just like, what? I can't believe you took Air Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's a guy named Steve Hofstetter who's a stand-up comedian, and he hates Air Canada, and I hate yeah. Air Canada too. Because here's the thing: um, the gates are closed at DFW, and they are de-icing the plane. They're having problems. I'm like, you're Air Canada, you're used to ice, but okay, whatever. So, you know, we're we're you know, we had just left the the gate, and uh, I had gotten a, an email from Eastern Social Welfare Services. They said, yeah, you know what? He says this all the time that he's dying, so you know what? There's not, not a huge rush. I'm like, son of a bitch, I just, you know, I want this plane. Like, I'm going to Toronto to transfer, to go to Seoul, and you're telling me that he's not really dying? Like, you've got to be kidding me. So, I know, right. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I need to get off this plane. And they're like, no, we can't. And you are like, no, you don't understand. I've just been lied to, and this is really not cool. And they're like, yeah, sorry. They're like, yeah, but you're on your way, man. You're you're going to be in Korea no matter <laughs> yeah. what. And so, yeah, it went from, you know, bereavement leave to, to officially the world's shittiest vacation. And, you know, knowing that, so, you guys, uh, you're sitting yeah. and stewing, you know, there's nothing you can do, right? I'm right. Like, why you're I in a water? tube flying through the air. I mean, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, but in fairness, you know, not having yeah. any time to prepare.
0: Uh, right. You, you, or, ju- you were flying by the seat of your pants, right? I mean, I mean you got in, you didn't know what you were doing.
1: My wife is literally, yeah. you know, going on Priceline looking at hotels. You know, going right. oh, because I didn't even know where I was staying. I was like, as soon as I right. land, I'll just I'll try and call you, and I'll figure out where am I going. And thankfully, right. business contact arranged for someone to pick me up at the airport and take me to wherever I was going to go. You know, so. Um, so yeah, Jody Jody had uh, had had some fun uh, you know, gently ribbing me about uh, how how I made all these mistakes financially. So there is going to be a section on that. Um, she's built out three budgets. You know, one where oh, that's great. I think that's yeah. awesome. You know, yeah, that's like, super also, useful. Also the Derek budget where like money's not an option. Money is an option for me. I just didn't know what I was doing. Right. So there's right. that one. There's the the mid level one, and then there's one where every penny counts. Which is a, once in a lifetime trip and how to, you know, make this possible. How to maximize it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, on my side, the, you know, the, it, it stresses a lot on that first fundamental question. Who goes, do I go by myself? Do I go right. with my partner uh, or spouse? Do I go with my parents? Do I go with anybody else? And that is such a tough question. It is. And there's pros and cons to, to yeah. all of it. There's times where I'm so happy my wife wasn't there and there's there are times where I just wish that she was, you know, right by my side. And so, it's just honest um, advice as far as the yeah. pros and cons. There are very valid reasons why you should go by yourself. And there right. are equally valid reasons why that is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Right.
0: I mean, there are pros and cons to every mm-hmm. decision, everything you you do, yep. um, you know. And I think… Uh, it seems like you know that a lot of the utility of a of a guide like this isn't that you're gonna get like a hundred percent definitive answers to every question you might have. Mm-hmm. It's really like if we're talking about the emotional side, it's you know these are the questions and things you need to consider yes. before you make a decision so that you know that you've answered them for yourself and you know what you're sort of giving up or what you're getting uh and even for like even for things like that, you can't possibly really like have an answer for. You can't, it is more, it, you know, you, at least you're considering, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to think
1: about it before you even get there. Yeah. Um, and they must be you, know? you know, you hit the nail on the head. It is that everyone's different. And we're not going to tell you, okay, you know, you should go by yourself or you should go with your entire. Yeah, exactly. What we're saying is, is that, uh, you know, if you do this, this is, you know, some things that are going to happen that you should expect. And if you do this, this is some things that are going to happen and what to expect. Um, We we cover a lot of ground on the difference between an interpreter and a translator. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you want a, a translator. And other times you want an interpreter. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know it, it's very, very difficult. Uh, it's one of the most extraordinarily challenging things, especially when it's determined w- who's, who's uh, sourcing this. So if it's a family member or a friend of the family that's doing the translating and interpreting, there's some things mm. that are, are both good and bad about that. And uh, well, yeah, they're, they're much more flexible, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're willing to spend, you know, more time, uh, that's right. but, you know, uh, probably free <laughs> where, where are their loyalties, yeah. you know, that's right. Are they going to admit that, uh, you know, um, uncle Kim was, you know, uh, you know, a meth addict or something, you know, you don't, you, you, they're not going to, they're going to skate around that to save face. Right. And, and sometimes or they'll, they'll have the, um, they'll have the incentive anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's proof because there, there, there's just so many times yeah. where you'll ask a question, you know, like, um, you know, what, what, uh, what, when was my mother born? Right. And then there's like a 15 minute conversation. And you're like, this is a simple question. Yeah. It should be like March 13th. Why are you talking for 15 minutes going back and forth on this? And yeah. they might yeah. can explain something and then they come back and they're like, um, in the springtime, you're like, okay, there was way more said than that. And so that's where you're getting, uh, an interpreter versus a translator. And sometimes you need that translator because ultimately what do, what do adoptees want? Why do cats go back? They want the truth. They want their Mm -hmm. story and well, or or that's what they think they want. Yeah. And well, yes, I mean,
0: that's, I mean, uh, let's be real, right? You might do all this, you, you know, someone can do all this research and take all this time to search, do a birth family search. Um, prepare themselves for like you know a family reunion um, reunion with birth parents or birth family and then decide not to go right because it's either not the right time or maybe they decide that I don't know if it'll ever be the right time you know because it could be that as you just said some people uh, myself I want to know the truth you know I've done Things for birth family search and I know that at some point in my life I, I will want to meet my birth family. But for some people, they don't, right? They, they do a lot of the searching and then they realize that maybe they don't want to know, right? So, you know, I, th- that is a, that's a real possibility um, that you'll just decide, you know what, after reading this and doing all this stuff that it's not the right time. And that's okay, I think that's okay for people. They they but you need to
1: I I think you need to do that thinking first. You know, there's an interesting uh question that we asked in the survey and the answer that came back was not what I thought it would be. But the majority of people when we, when we asked them, how much preparation did you do for your trip back? Um the, the <laughs> Fifty-six percent responded mm. no preparation. Whatsoever. That doesn't surprise me. I, that I, doesn't I, surprise it me. Surprise me because I know that not many people were in my were in my shoes where we literally had no um, time to prepare. You know, other people had found you know their because yeah. Again, uh, my situation of my my biological father right. contacting me that's not very common. So most of the time it's the reach uh, outreach of the cat. Yeah to To find their their family, not the other way around. So, it, like you said, Adam, people start thinking about it and they start. So there, I thought, just yeah, o- o- you know, overwhelmingly, the answer is going to be I like, prepared for weeks and months for it. But the answer was just the yeah. exact opposite of no preparation whatsoever. So, you know, that's what really kind of um, inspired the book. Is all right if you're going to do no preparation at all, at least <laughs> you can read a book on the- right. <laughs> so you can at least yeah. Have- a, an, an honest assessment, and one of the things that I, I say it it's it's blunt and it's um, it's hard to swallow, but I feel it's the truth is that well adjusted families do not surrender their children probably not no so because we uh, were relinquished um, our Origin stories are not going to be that um, you know we're part of the Samsung fortune and that we were kidnapped by nefarious uh, you know, right. underworld mobsters and sold to an orc <laughs> and they've been waiting for us. And by the way, if you were a Samsung heiress, okay, and you're coming back to claim your rightful position, I think Cats would have been wonderful, like Hallmark movie writers, because we have just these incredibly wonderful you know fantasies uh, you know, in our head, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, so. It, it, you you've lived your entire life in the United States, and you you're this long lost child of this incredible you know J-ball, uh, you know family, and you're going to come back, and they're going to be like, oh cool, you're back. Let me surrender my position. And yeah, that's not going to happen. So you can take the you know as the eldest child. Come on, man. Not, so these aren't necessarily yeah. going to like work out. It's not possible. But the the expectation and, and uh, that you're going to hear some 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 tough things. It has, yeah. yeah. it has to be there. It has to be there because if you don't um understand that your experience is going to be even more difficult. Well, yeah, I think that's that's
0: one of those things. That that's that, that fits into what I was saying that basically you have to think about this stuff and really truly like be um you know honest.
1: Yeah. You know, um but like, and oh, for you know, for Taylor is when we were talking about you know what are these scenes we wanted to uh, really you know take a difficult topic and then provide uh, an illustration that just softened the edge a little bit you know yeah so uh, it, it, it's something that um, you know when you when you drink scotch you know sometimes you like to have a little ice with it, it just makes it a little bit uh, you know easier to consume. Taylor's it- illustrations are that ice you know where it just makes that uh, that sharpness. Uh, The roughness of it muted. And I mean,
0: I, 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 you know, even I, I, you know, the the illustrations make me smile. Um, And uh, like, so, Taylor, I wanted to ask um, like, have you, have you gone back to Korea with them? Have you, well, not back. So, have you gone to Korea with your mom or? Yes, I uh, have. At all? I have. How many times have you been to Korea? Uh, Just once. Just once. Okay. Yeah,
2: everyone in my family has been way more than once, but I've only been once.
0: Okay. Okay. Sounds and- like an overall story here. Yeah. Gonna- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little tension there. Yeah. It's like, well, my sister Sarah went, okay. Um, <laughs> but, okay. So, but, um, it, like, it, were you able to like draw on that experience sort of with this, you know, just maybe not like anything specific, but just the idea that like, that you you know you're you're helping create something um, for adoptees that are going to be going back to to Korea. Like, did that help? You think?
2: Um, I'm not really sure if it helped because the illustrations are about people who you know they they felt like they were going back to something to a place that they came from. And my experience in Korea was it was more so just a place that my mom came from. So okay, yeah. When I think of Korea, I think of like you know this is where my family is, my biological family is wherever they are, but it's also not where I'm really from. You know, I'm sure. still from yeah, America. Yeah. yeah, so the experience is alone, I don't think I personally drew it from my own experience.
0: I would say, though, that you just saying that, like, it, it, it's about a place that, um you know, my family might be from, but I'm really from America. I would say a lot of adoptees feel that way, at least American adoptees. I know, and a lot of times I feel that way. You know that, like you know, even though I was born in Korea and, and you weren't, Taylor, like mm-hmm. going back to Korea, it's not. It's not like I know Korea. Um, you know, I know America, so I think that's not necessarily, you know, that different, or at that's least true. in that aspect, it's not that different.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, that's, a, yeah, it just um, I just find it interesting, or uh, like, you know, I just want to, just yeah, like the. You you know your work on the book and uh, and these characters like just uh, it really uh, it fits so well (laughs) I don't know just it's amazing it it fits so well yeah
1: well you know what's kind of funny is that you know we had an illustration that drew a little bit of controversy and it was yeah I I was you know Taylor and I were talking I'm like okay here's the scene I want is uh, you know they're trying food and not happy with the It doesn't taste good. It looks bad or smells bad. It's just gross. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor made this, uh, this illustration, which I love, you know, and it's, Uh, yeah, I know what the illustration you're talking about. And and we got, we got some, some backlash from it because there was like, oh, it's not culturally sensitive and it's not supportive of of Korea. And you kind of, what you were saying, Adam is that, you know, yeah, we were born in Korea, but we're American. Um, You know, it's like, you know, I've seen in the, in the KAA post, you know, where uh, the, the, the food dish of squid and they put salt on it yeah. like it's moving around. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh gross. You know, like we, we, we don't have that appreciation of why that's not why that's you know, we come from that American lens where that is disgusting, right? Um if you said I'll give you five hundred bucks to eat it, I'll be like, I don't need five hundred dollars that badly. <laughs> so you know it's like when I go to a Korean restaurant you know, I order bulgogi, I order, uh, you know, right. uh, bibimbap, you know, and that's about it because I just don't have that courage right. Um, right. to explore it. It could be delicious, but again, from the American perspective, it's like, ew, you know, like you don't want chicken feet, Yeah, you know, those things. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: I, I, I can understand the instinct to be like, oh, this was a little insensitive, like, but one, these are children right the characters are children right so like my nephews are 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 half half korean half half white white american and i think if i put that in front of them like the the squid thing or whatever other dish that might seem a little disgusting um to the, to an american palate they would have depending on how disgusting they thought it was or their mood they might react that way right they might like crinkle their face a bit or be like i don't want to eat that like they don't even want to eat like carrots sometimes, you know, like they're kids, so um I, you know I, I I keep that in mind, and two like you're saying you know th- this isn't like culturally what we'd like, and yes, it would be insensitive to do that in person and to like act like, oh, this is disgusting, and whatever, but we're also not white Americans, right, we're also not like you know we're 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 Asian, so like it, it, it's not the same sort of dynamic um and I, I just it's and we're we're also adoptees, and you know I I can I can see the instinct to be like oh you know but this is also like they're kids and I think that's the main thing that they're children and children are going to react that way.
1: Well, it's also um, honest so. in the sense that if you yeah it could be honest yeah you do your research right and you don't know what the customs are and things like that. Um, I I think the vast majority of cats, if they went back to Korea and for example were fed like dog soup they wouldn't be happy about it.
0: Right. Yeah, probably not.
1: And so, you know, what if you found yourself in a position where you're like, you know, you, you go and, and meet, uh, you know, you're your still living grand, you know, uh, parent. Right. And there's a, a there's a dish and, you know, it's really important for you to eat it. What do you do in that situation? And, you know, that's so, you know, do you hide your disgust? Do you just suck it up or do you have you know ethical reasons for why you can't do that and want to know what's in the food that you're eating? And, you know, so, you know, to to me, I'm not as concerned of making people, you know, universally happy uh, that, you know, Korean culture and cuisine is is spread in a positive light. What I'm concerned about is the mental well-being of the CAD that goes back to Korea and Mm putting found themselves in that position and to have an illustration that kind of talks about, you know, what I, you know, write in that moment of, you know, what are you eating and is it okay for you to refuse? Right. Uh, and you know,
0: the just having an honest sort of depiction of what could be like your honest reaction of, Oh, I don't really want to eat that. Mm -hmm. Um, isn't trying to isn't meant to diminish or to judge Korean cuisine, right? It's not, we're not saying in that we're not saying that Korean food is disgusting, correct? Which is just, you know, I, I think that's sort of the concern. The main concern is that like we're just disrespecting Korean cuisine. And that is like the furthest thing <laughs> of what we want to do. Well, and we're not seeing that
1: at all. It's interesting you said that, Adam, though, because we get a lot of... Um, I I was not liked very much. I know it comes as a surprise to you guys, right? <laughs> um, but the, the translators and interpreters did not like me at all in Korea. And it was uh, because I was not showing Hanmu enough respect. The fact that I was calling Han Mu Han Mu was upsetting to them, right? Because you have to use the proper honorifics and respect to, you know, your, your father. And, I, I, you know, and I'm like, my dad's playing, my father's playing golf in Florida right now, okay? Right. He's the guy that was responsible for, you know, bringing me life, yes. Um, but he's also the guy responsible for trying to kill both my brother and I, uh, which he confessed to. So, you know, excuse me why I don't call him dad. Um and yeah, yeah, they hated that. It just drove them nuts. And you know, so because they looked at me and they went, "You're Korean, right?" They couldn't disassociate because you know they see me and they see him and they see me not treating this guy with any respect, and uh, it just drove them nuts. So you know, you know what you talk about just with food, it just it does translate where we are going to probably upset somebody through our. Um, either our Western-style communication, our American values, or are being upset uh, hearing uh, stories that are really hard to digest, right? Like, you know, your dad was an alcoholic and was a womanizer and left your mom. You're not, you're not at, you know, you're not going to look at, you know, your biological father and be like, oh, man, we got to hang out later, right? You're probably going to, you know, shoot, you know, pretty nasty stares over and uh, you know, is that going to be problematic for someone that's that doesn't necessarily understand your your situation? Yeah, and uh, you know, so we had to, you know, one of my favorite drawings that uh, Taylor and I did, uh, and Taylor, you know, kind of, I think we had some fun with this one, didn't we? Uh, was where um, you know the the Korean relatives, whether it was the parents, were disapproving.
2: Mm, of, yeah,
1: you know who GA Manchick brought.
2: Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: talk about that and why that, uh, why you think that's important?
2: Oh yeah. Um bringing a spouse to the Korean parents that one Mm -hmm. okay yeah I remember there were two pictures with the parents I was trying to remember which one was that was okay um I don't really know about that one because that one it's like I mean I'm not married or anything so that one was I think (laughs) the one that I had to take the most direction from you from because I just wouldn't know we know how to imagine that situation um
1: we have one where uh it was a the same sex couple uh-huh. Because, okay. Because guess what? In the United States, there's a very realistic you know, probably that's gonna happen, right? Is it as as likely in, in Korea? Maybe not. But guess what? We grew up uh, in the West. And so same sucks couples, that could happen, right?
0: I would say even to to be fair to Korea, even in America, that's still sort of it's
1: certain it's not necessarily a smooth sailing. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know, so. can you can imagine in Korea, right? Or but here's another one everyone in the united states feels has a tattoo right uh, yes that's yes, that's true okay you know so like i feel like this weirdo cuz i don't like, i don't have a tattoo um so if you are bringing a spouse over, I'll pick. I'll pick out a nice butterfly. You can just put on your ankle. Be uh, good. Either on my hip or um, let's see, maybe my uh, upper left chest or the your clavicle. Put on your like your clav. Cl- you know, or or like some uh, some like lines of poetry on my rib cage. I think that would be unique. Yeah, nobody has that, right? No one has that. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Like, you know- no, I
0: know the perfect position:
1: lower back, center oh, lower back. Yes, yes. Either that or some like Maori tribal signs on my arm. I think on my bicep, that would be you. Dude. <laughs> but if you have a, if you have a partner that does have that and they're coming to Korea, you know, what's that reaction going to be? And so, you know, Taylor, and I had some fun with that as far as saying, okay, yeah, put a nose ring on her, you know, or, you know, like do, <laughs> do this and, and really make it, you know, like realistic, but then the faces aren't happy, you know, they're, they're not pleased, you know, you know, uh, Korean signs Now, Guys, don't be a schmuck and write me angry letters like, "Oh yeah, my mom was thrilled with you know with my you know for yes, there's an exception to every rule." Okay, so-
0: right, right. The, again, the, the, this isn't like a definitive question, like an answer. Right? Yeah. It's more like these might be concerns, and the you know, and and l- l- let's be frank, you know, Korean society still could have more problems in some areas or more reactions in some areas than. American society for certain things. And uh you know for for same sex couples or or for for homo you know LGBTQ issues they're not quite as far along. Um but of course it's not the same exact dynamic cuz they're not America, they're Korea, right? The culture and the history is different.
1: They're but, not far along in body image. Hanmu told me yeah. that. I mean, I have yeah. that, but I mean, like, yeah. So I don't need the first, you know, right? The second. So they're second. still,
0: yeah. There, there, there are things that are just going to be more sensitive or whatever. So you've got to be aware of what that is. Yeah. Uh, and yes, it's uncomfortable to talk about it, but you know, this isn't also us just talking out of our ass about it. No. People have gone and
1: experienced it. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> A picture's this isn't that. just yeah yeah. So by Taylor making that uh, that illustration, it speaks so much, you know. And I think that it resonates because you know there's uh, there's anger on the face of G. A. Manchek. Like, why are you not accepting the person that I love? And uh, you know, one drawing because is, is worth four pages of of yeah. because you can see it all there. Um, and it's one of the things that uh, it's just. It's really where I think Taylor's work, you know, shines, shines brightest, uh, is going, it would take me four pages to write what you just drew.
0: And that working relationship, it seems like, you know, I, I have, I've had the, you know, I've been lucky enough to sort of like come in, I think to, into like the middle of like one of your working meetings, uh, and just sort of, I'll watch Mesmer. Like I was watching just like you, Taylor, like draw something, delete it, draw something else or <laughs> find something like really just going through the, the artistic process and um, the technology that you can use sort of, to, I think you use the tablet uh, and like just the drawing. Like, and then it's such, it's such a, I think um, like a, it's a, it's an organic process where like you, you go back and forth and uh, with Derek or, or whoever you're working with uh, and that's it's fascinating to watch.
1: <laughs> is Thank
0: it hard? You. Is it hard to like draw as like Derek is chatting in your ear about? No, no, no change that. Change this. Like-
2: <laughs> Not really. It's a job to me, so that means like you know whatever he wants. That's the end goal. If he wants it to change, that's okay. what I do.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that, that, I, I would. At some point, I'd be like, dude, stop! I got to do. <laughs>
2: well i mean you know my goal is just to get the message across and if he has like a different way that he wants to get the message across then i mean it's his message i'm just the one who's drawing the picture for his message is how i see
1: it so uh, yeah yeah but i think in this taylor you know as a bunch of these right so towards the end you had a we had a pretty good idea you know like i knew how you would kind of approach it and you kind of knew what i wanted as well that's true yeah yeah, so we, we kind of developed an, an understanding that, um, you know, the I would describe the scene, you know, Taylor would start, to, you know, plan it out, we would talk. Um, and one of the clever things that uh, she was able to do was every scene was broken out into really three components. So it was the overall scene, but then we could also, um, you know, have GA's perspective and Mancha's perspective as well. And so it allowed us a little bit more, you um, know, you know, creativity as far as where we could put those images in the book. Cause you could actually have three different places with one illustration. And so just even mm-hmm. strategically positioning them in the overall scene where they're jointly appearing in a way where when you take the other person out, that scene still makes sense or, you know, that, um, um, that positioning. still right. Probably in other places. Um, well, that,
0: that's that, 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 that takes a lot of, I think that, that takes a lot of skill um, both, you know, you know, Taylor to draw that, and then and also you and and Jody to like, uh, you know, design the scenes that way. Because yeah, I mean, but it's, it, that that brings a fascinating um element to the illustrations. Because if you could, I mean, because then you can sort of like look at it three different ways or four different ways uh, from that. You know, like you know, Ga alone, like you said, Manchik alone, them together, and the whole scene, right? Yeah. Um so that that's market, fascinating. You
1: know, whether uh you know, they're they're lost in the subway and, and arguing or whether they're you know they're late running for uh something. So what are you late for? I mean you could be late for the meeting with uh, you know your, your 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 parents, you could be late for your flight, you could be late for for the bus. You could, there's so many areas where you could be late, um, where you're frantically trying and, and that just adds to your to your um uh you know, your your emotional state of being uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, and why you just need sometimes just to take a, to stick a moment and just relax and understand that um, you're the star of this show. <laughs> you know, the whole reason why you're going back is because uh, of you. You're the one that left. And so I think sometimes people want to be as considered as possible. And so they get concerned about a lot of things, but, Um, you know, they have to understand that um, they have more control in this than they they necessarily know, and they have to remember that. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Yeah, so uh, I think this was a really great conversation. Um, Taylor, I'm really glad that we could talk to you about sort of the art and the art style. Um, And Derek, you know, it's always great talking to you about anything and this obviously this handbook is the first thing we're going to be doing right the guide foundation's first product uh first service to the community uh and um you know I'm sure we'll be talking about it again but I think it really it was very useful at least for me and hopefully for the listeners to get a little bit more detail on uh what they can expect uh when it comes out uh and uh yeah so thanks uh thanks for for everything and th- was was there anything else you wanted to any closing thoughts Derek?
1: You know the uh this was a very difficult book to write. Um yeah, I can imagine for a lot of reasons, you know, but one of them was not the illustration process. Um what I can say is that um you know working with Taylor on this and the um uh, the amount of time that we we've spent um you know cuz um I think every single one of those illustrations was, was you and I sitting down and, uh, and, and designing them. And uh, I've really gotten to know um, on a professional and personal basis, uh, someone that I just hold in very high esteem and, uh, you know, the ability to create, such compelling work and in such a short period of time, you know, we will spend, you know, 45 minutes is the average time from, from concept to where she's, you know, sending it over to me. Um, I mean, that, that, that piece of output is just unheard of, isn't it? And yet I just, I dare you to tell me, okay, which one, you know, uh, was rushed, which one feels incomplete, which one feels like, you know what, we didn't put uh, our best efforts into it. And, you know she's unflappable in the sense that she doesn't get you know frustrated. She doesn't go make up your mind. You know <laughs> that's good. You know she's uh, <laughs> you know, all right. I guess or
0: you know, Well done.
1: I try and ask her questions like, well, what do you think? Or you know, let's get something that's kind of cool for you. Um, you know, and and she just didn't fight me on anything. You know, and I'm like, hey, um, let's make sure that your name is on the uh, every illustration. She, you know, okay. And then she found like creative ways to put it in there. You know, when she could. Um, to make them like little Easter eggs, um, which which I thought was just so cool. And, yeah, that's great. You know, one of the things that's, um, you know, I, I might have written the majority of the book, but I have a sneaking suspicion that for a lot, a lot of people, the most helpful and healing element of this book aren't going to be the words. They're going to be what's, uh, what's drawn.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. Um, and Taylor, did you have any other... Last thoughts um, or comments you wanted to make
2: yeah, when I hear that um, th- and when I hear people compliment my work for the, you know this specific book it it always makes me really happy because a part of what my art is, I, the reason I make art is to communicate. I know some people do it for their mm. own personal thing, but the whole reason I like to make art is because that's probably one of the ways that I communicate best is by drawing pictures. so when I hear that people have So many different feelings at once by just looking at a single picture, it, 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 it's really hard to explain how happy it makes me feel almost like, um, Mm. I guess just satisfied or uh, relief isn't a good word, but maybe a bit of relief because I tend to not, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really communicate with my words very well, I feel like, and I don't really like to say a lot of words because I don't, I just don't like to talk when it can be explained a lot quicker. So sure, when yeah. I can draw pictures and I can communicate better that way, I, um, it, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome, awesome, yeah. And um, you should feel proud, and I hope you do feel proud, and I'm sure that you know Jody uh, and Derek feel proud, and Moses as well. Uh, and um, I I get what you mean by relief. I mean when you do a job and people appreciate it, there is a relief factor <laughs> for sure. Um. But thank you so much. You know, thanks for your work uh on this. Um I know that I appreciate it and um that you know you'll be touching a lot of people's lives in, in a in a in a great way. So um thank you both for um being on this pod and um we'll catch you uh we'll catch you all next time.
1: Great. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Taylor. Bye. Bye.